Welcome, welcome, welcome to the FO show. This your boy Antoine, aka FO, here with another one. I got a chop session here with my girl, Kim King. What's up, girl? Hey, what's up? I'm good. How are you? Hey, thank you for uh, I'm good. Thank you for uh coming on here with me. Oh, so this is a live, this is my first live chop session, actually. I, I haven't had any live chop sessions, and I like it because we can do this stuff live, raw, uncut, and all that, you know what I mean? So um, what we're going to talk about, we're going to get into a couple things. Um, I really want you to tell somebody, you know, tell people who you are, you know? Who is Kim King? Who is this? <laughs> you know what I mean? Hey, y'all. As he said, my name is Kim. Um Currently, right now, unemployed, just got out of the Air Force, so I'm really focusing on school, um, getting my bachelor's in IT. Um, that's kind of my main thing right now, um, taking care of the kids, you know, doing a mommy thing. Right, right. So one of the things that we wanted to focus on was the life after the military. And I, you're special in a way of me knowing this thing is the fact that I knew you before the military. You met me. I was I was in the army, mm -hmm. you know. So I met you before, and then you went through that thing. You had a good career, and now you're on the other side of it. So how was that for you? How has that been? You know, I know you're right there at the the end of it, but how has mm -hmm. that been for you? Um, so far, honestly, it's been a challenge. Um, like getting a job <laughs> has right. been really, you know, the hardest part about actually transitioning out because it was an unexpected transition. It was never the goal to, you know, just do seven years and then get out. Right. Um, so it's, it's been a challenge. It's, it's, it's been a challenge, just kind of, you know, adapting back to regular life, even though, you know, I was civilian before, mm -hmm. but it's just something about being in, it just kind of got you where it's like, okay, all you gotta do is wear one outfit. You don't have to worry about shopping for, you know, anything crazy. Um, so now it's like, okay, when you do get out, you got to go shop for this. You got to make sure you have mm -hmm. this type of attire. Um, but overall it's, it's been a process. It's been a process. And I could tell you like, from my experience, like you were an adult, you were a real adult mm -hmm. before you joined on. Like I joined the army when I was a, a child still, I was 18, like I was 18 for two months, but you had your, you had your, your kids, you know, you was already doing your mm -hmm. thing on this other side. And then yep. you got into that. So that transition, like you went into that and then you got these things like as far as like medical bills and stuff like that. I didn't I didn't even know nothing about that. Like that was a thing. Mm -hmm. I was like, damn, I got to pay for going to see my doctor now. Damn. Right. You know what I mean? So so you got your kids. You, you, you about to embark on this new career in IT. I love it. I, I'm, I'm proud of you. You know. If anybody don't know, I used to be a recruiter, and she she been my homegirl this whole time. I was trying to put her in the army. <laughs> Not going. <laughs> yeah, she wasn't. She wasn't going for that. But but you know it's whatever. And I, I I do I am like I said I am proud of you for doing what you did. You got out of out of the Air Force what you need to get out of it. So now you're about to transition to this new thing, which. Like you said, it is it, it there there is a challenge to it because then you go from something that you know you've been doing it for seven years and then you got to go back to that life mm -hmm. of of everything is not just this this that like in the in the military there's not a lot of gray in the military right 
there's a lot of gray on the civilian side. There's a lot of um, okay, maybe this, maybe that, or whatever. There's there's the way of, you know, when you get into the job force, even if you're a leader, the way that you can even talk to your your, your subordinates or the way that you can deal with your superiors. That's yeah. there, there's different things that you got to deal with. And it was a big transition for me too, as well, because like I said, I I was 18. I graduated high school, had part of a summer vacation, and then I was on a plane to go to Oklahoma. So, but uh, another thing that I really want to talk about, because me and you talk a lot, we talk about things, you my own girl, so we share things with each other, but um, I, I had an episode before on co-parents, and it, I was asking, like, why is it so hard? It's so hard for some people to actually co-parent. Like, okay, the relationship that we have had is over. So that part is done. Got it. But how are we going to still be able to coexist with each other and raise our children? Let them know that from both parties, you are still loved. Mm-hmm. That stuff has happened. Right. Mom and dad just aren't together, but you're going to get all that I can give you. And the other person can say the same thing. It is in our, and you know, in the black community, that's that's been a thing that's definitely been hard. There's lots of single parents out there, and then they just I don't care if the man or woman have it. I don't like to make it always on a man. I know proportionally it literally is on a man, but you know, like how how do you what what would you say to a um a, a 20, 22, 23 year old who who was with somebody and now they're not with each other, but now they do have to still have deal with raising this child that they've had together so what i will say is i guess it kind of depends on where their mind frame is um you know during that relationship and then them separating um because i've been there i've done that right you know i have conversations with people now who struggle with co-parenting and just you know the drama of having a baby mama or baby daddy it does get better um you know sometimes you have to kind of go through things to grow for them Um, and when I say that is far as like, you know, when I had, you know, my baby daddy, we had our issues and stuff like that. I'm very appreciative of him now. And I wish I was like that in the beginning. Cause it's hard. It's hard being a single parent. It's like, why do you have to struggle on your own? You know, when you have that support, then you also have some men who they don't do anything for their kids. And then, so when you find a man who's willing to take care of his kid, you know, without trying in a relationship, Allow him to do that. Allow him to be a parent the way he wants to parent, you know, and not force it on him. So, um, like I said, depending on where their mind frame is, um, just let him know, you know, it does get easier. If he's willing to help you, let him help you. Yes. And some people got to know, like, hey, that those things on the fringes, that Mm -hmm. that 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 new girlfriend and all that stuff, you got to let that go. If y'all if y'all have let each other go. Let all that other stuff go. And some people try to hide, try to hide the way that they're saying that it's it's about my kids, but they're they're just hiding those feelings that they have mm-hmm. for that person behind their kids. Yep. And you know, that ain't that's not a real thing. And right. I've seen I've seen you grow. I've seen you grow from from some things, you know, they put yeah. you all out there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, they watching, they probably know me. <laughs> right. Right. So, you know, growing from that and it, that's what it is. And 
and we we have like all we got is daughters like me and you but we ain't got no sons Mm-mm. so i don't i don't know what it's like to, to to raise a young boy or whatever you know i had my little brother i didn't raise him but per se but he looked up to me and everything but you know raising these young girls to know that this is the example that you should have like you don't have to 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 just have this resentment towards a man if y'all have a child together right and it don't work out with y'all that resentment right. don't have to be there right you can just okay this part failed but but we ain't dying right now so let's go on to the next step what is the next step how do we make this work still right and i i, I like i said i'm proud of you on your your growth in this like when I met you, you was you was out there doing bald head stuff with your uh, bald head. Uh, yeah. stuff with your friend. Friend, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you know, now we now we here, and that's all it is. That's all it's about. And you're the example for your children. Yeah. I mean, you're a better example as a woman for your children than I could ever be for my children because my children see a man, so they got to look at what a man is for me. But they can still see from you how to be a woman, right? And to carry yourself accordingly, and not to, and know that. You don't need a man for anything. Right. You can still do, but also that there are healthy relationships and you can be together. But if that doesn't work, then so on and so forth. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Now, another thing, especially uh, one of my big things on my show is what I like to talk about is uh, mental mental health mm-hmm. and um, how how do you feel that the Cause you've you've had I don't, what do y'all we call them because we call them our, my soldier you call them your airmen like your subordinates yeah. yep. okay airmen. so like how do you deal with them having how did you deal with your subordinates having some type of issues or even yourself having any type of issues mentally because of the things that you've gone through in your career. So let's let's talk about me. It's easier for me to explain it about myself than it is, you know, pertaining to uh, a truth because I never really had to experience it. Um, But as for myself, um, like when it when it comes to mental health, you know, in the black community is, you know, ain't nothing wrong or, you know, we don't need therapy. Suck it up. Right. And, you know, and I recently just discovered that, you know, I have depression. Right. Right. Um, you know, now I'm more comfortable with it. At first, I'm like, mm, you know, ain't nothing wrong with me. Um, like I used to have these moments where it's like I could just, you know, be sitting down chilling and all of a sudden I'm crying. Right. I don't know what's wrong. I don't know how to fix it. I'm just like, OK, why am I going through this? You know, what's what's the issue? Um, it never really Oh, you know what? I've probably always been. Ha- nope, I'm not even gonna say. It. I'm not even gonna say I've always had it. I think the military kind of brought it out of me because it's like before I joined the military, I was a single parent. I was with right. my kid 24 seven. So then it's like you kind of leave that lifestyle. You get deployed. You know, you're not with your kids, so your mind gets to wonder, like, okay, well, what are they doing? You know, and all this stuff, especially with everything going on in the world. And I think that's kind of where my depression started from is me being away from them. And mm-hmm. so now that you know. I took a break from the military and I'm back around them. Even when they're gone, my mind still kind of wanders like, okay, what's going on? Where are they at? You know, all this other stuff. But um, yeah, I mean, I am in therapy. So I'm not going to say it's not helping, 
I think I'm still stuck in the mind frame of what can you do for me? How are you going to help me with this type of right. thing? Right. You know, I shouldn't be like that, but it's just like in the back of my head, it's like, okay, if me not talking to my friends is helping, how do you think you can help? Um, but I'm sticking, I'm sticking through it. So, I mean, you know, we'll see you in the next couple months. And with mental health, like it's that thing that you don't go to a therapist for what, four or five sessions and mm -hmm. you're good. Like you right. can have a cold, I, you can have some type of virus or something like that. And we give you some medicine, whatever. And you're good. Mental health is a thing that has to be maintained lifelong. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And some things can come back to you from a long time ago and come back to you then. So you need mm -hmm. to maintain that thing lifelong. Like I know, like we joined, we joined the military at different times. I joined back in 02, like literally some months after 9-11 happened, less than a year after 9-11 happened. So at that point, there was like, hey, you're going to deploy. So then, yeah, I did deploy. I seen things that, you know, an 18-year-old, I was a boy. Like, at, at, when I turned 18, I thought, oh, like, I'm a grown man now. Nah. Right. <laughs> you know, but I was a boy. Then I went through things because of the stuff that I saw, the things that I went through. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, I've had my relationships I that have, have, yes. So all those things <laughs> have happened. And it's a thing that you have to constantly keep up with right so one of the things that we did talk about that we that and i don't know how far you want to delve into it it's it's just relationships period like you know how 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 does like even the military or your upbringing or anything like that you know <clears throat> you've been a single mother of two two children how does that affect your relationships or do you think it does? But I think it does because you just have to look up in the air. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Um, so I've actually been single for a while. So I didn't really have that problem. Right. Part, like having, you know, a relationship while I was in the military. Um, I didn't have that problem, honestly. I think... That's why I can answer this. I mean, like now, you know, of course, I'm dealing with someone. Um, and it's just, I think, like, from me being in the military, um, the, the stuff that I've been through is kind of affecting our relationship now um, right. because I'm stuck in my ways. Um, like, he knows about my depression and, you know, he tries to help me, but I'm hard headed. You know, yes, you are used to be in the military. You know, he done it, <laughs> so I can understand that. You know, right. this is, you know, me being hearted, even though it's like, okay, he's been there. I, this should be my experience, but I don't want to learn from what he's been through. It's like, okay, I'm going through it, and I'm calling him, complaining about it. You know, he's like, okay, well, you know, this is what you can do. These are the steps. So I will say, yeah, me serving and to you know being in a relationship now. It has affected it. Um, the seven years that I was in, I wasn't worried about a relationship. I didn't, you know, too much really care for one because I moved around too much. And right. it's kind of hard to keep a relationship, especially when you're not married, because, mm -hmm. you know, they can't they can't travel with you. Right. So it's like, what's the point of a long distance relationship when, you know, that'd be a good question for a married couple. Right. It would. <laughs> would. But but it is a like it's a good question for anybody, like I said, because. 
mm-hmm. you knew because of because of your status as far as being active duty in there that you didn't want to even embark upon a like long distance relationship like it, okay i know you right here where i'm at but then they about in a you know they about to send me somewhere else now right you know we you're not coming so we're we gonna have a right. phone relationship like, you know what's the point you know because i know the things that i require in a relationship which is quality time mm-hmm. you know communication what if i want to cuddle i don't have that you so can. it's like why even start a relationship when i'm not gonna you know get what i want out of it that's true that's true and uh that's understandable. It's understandable. Hey, y'all listen to the FO show. Uh, I just gotta always put that out there. But also, like me, me and you up, we've known each other what like 10 plus years now. <clears throat> yeah. 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 So <laughs> I've gone, I've gone through some things, and I know you've gone through some things, and those things were there for our growth. I used to look at the things that happened to me, the things that I went through as something that actually was negative. And yes, maybe at that point in time, it was negative. But just mm-hmm. like your, your, think about your kids, though. If you had just, just stayed at home all the time in a box, never let your kids go outside, do anything like that. First time your kid go outside, they're going to damn die from a damn leaf falling on them, right? So we had to go through these things because mm-hmm. these things have built us up and made us stronger. And what I actually love is the fact that now mental health is look, being looked at as something that is real. Mm-hmm. We're getting better as far as in the black community of recognizing it because a lot of times it wasn't recognized. It was, hey, chill out. You know what I mean? It ain't that big a deal, blah, 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 all that. But now we're getting it to a point where Okay, so this this person needs some help. This person needs to talk to somebody. This it's probably not me or you. Right. This needs to talk to somebody. And I think a lot of us are realizing this because our kids, they were they were toddlers, they were five, six, seven, eight, nine. But now we got got kids, 13, 14, 15, and stuff, you know, adults and stuff like that. And you can yeah. see that the parenting, what your parenting did has an effect. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So <clears throat> we gotta. We got to understand that in this black community, we we have to help each other out. We got to build each other up. We can't just, hey, that little boy, he's crying. That little boy crying. Because when I I'm, I was born in 84, Kim, <laughs> a little boy crying, you're a little punk. That's all right. it is. Right. But but I, I've had conversations <laughs> like I had conversations with my homeboy. Especially like Jerry with a G. He'd be on my show sometimes. When a child is crying, <clears throat> when a person is crying, when a child is crying, especially a child, they could have just just dropped their toy. Like they're sitting on the couch, they dropped their toy. They're crying. At that point in time, are you going to... A lot of people like to minimize the way that a person feels. So if you minimize that toy falling off the couch to that child, you're telling him because he felt at that point in time, the most important thing in his life was the fact that his toy did not exist right now anymore. You just told him that didn't matter. Shut up, be quiet. It's right here, here. You just told him that his emotions didn't matter. <coughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So now I've learned that if you minimize somebody's feelings, if you minimize the way that they feel, no matter what they feel that way about, then you're, you're telling them that you don't matter. What you, what you think and what, how you feel doesn't matter anymore. 
and that that's what makes these children go out here because I've never seen kids at this rate want to off themselves, want to kill themselves, want to cause self-harm. I mean, I know it happened back when we were younger, but now it's happening at a higher rate. I mean, how do you feel about that? <clears throat> you know, this, this is, <laughs> now this is a tough topic for me. Mm -hmm. um, you know, because I've experienced it. It kind of it did, yeah. It hits close to home. I got you. It does for me too. Yes. <clears throat> so uh, this I don't want to talk about because I don't, don't, don't want to. Don't go into nothing that you don't want to, though, girl. Yeah. Um, Please don't. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and and I'll tell you this. So the reason why I'm, I'm big on it, <clears throat> I I was mm -hmm. I definitely always cared. But right. and I will say this every time. I'm gonna give a shout out to my brother right there. That guy. That's my little brother. Yeah. When you met me, he was alive. Yep. Just a few years ago is when he, he took his life. He didn't feel like he didn't feel like anybody cared enough he didn't feel like anybody <clears throat> gave a excuse my language gave a fuck about right. him and he had a he had a very low level of esteem as far as the way he felt about himself and that 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 hurt me so bad and then i had to start thinking about it because when i thought about how much it hurt me because of the way he felt about himself i started feeling selfish because i felt that way about <laughs> I felt hurt because he felt that way. No, I should have only cared about what he felt like. Right, right. So my big thing is like the people that you have here, especially your damn kids, you know what I mean? That matters. That matters. I've messed up with, with my kids as far as that. I'm trying to get better with that. I have to know that if it's important to them, it's important to them for a reason. There are things that are important to me. Yes, they are important to me. But they don't see they they don't view life in a bigger big box like I view life. They view life in a smaller one. I mean, my 10-year-old, I mean, how she go she can't view life the way I do. Right. There are things that are important to her. So I have to look at it from that. Not look at it from a 39-year-old man's view. I got to look at it from a 10-year-old's view. I've never right. been a 10-year-old girl in my entire life. I hope not. <laughs> I, yeah, I've been a, I've been a dude the whole time, Kim. I don't I, I'm not going I'm not about to uh, surprise you with anything. You know, born a woman. <laughs> but those things are important and I mean, you just got to know with these kids. These kids become adults. We me and you were little kids. Not caring if we got the, the 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 our knees dirty with dirt from our clothes because our parents then then bought us some clothes or whatever and we can got them dirty. We didn't care about no school shoes and no no stuff like that at a point in time. But now, uh, you probably yeah you fancy. 
couldn't wait to go to school. Whatever. <laughs> I mean, that, that 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 first day outfit, though, that first day yeah. outfit, yo, yeah. I'm about to, yeah. it was, I'm about to kill him. I'm about yeah. to kill him. <laughs> Let me go shopping my pencil so I can see my outfit. <laughs> right, right, right. But yeah, I um, that's a that's a big thing to me as far as these kids there, and and then they have so much. I'm not saying their their life is harder, easier, whatever, but they do have a, a added element to it because they have mm-hmm. social media. I had, mm-hmm. I was in the army for a couple of years. I was in the army for a couple of years, and all I had was MySpace, and that was popping. Yeah, MySpace was popping. <laughs> and uh, Black Planet. Black, ooh, I ain't thought about that in a long time. Black Planet yeah. was popping. Yes, it was. So you know, now everything, just everything. You know what I mean? And they have to. They have, they're against that. We can't just look at it like, oh, she ain't like your outfit. She's they laughed at just shoes, but I mean, we got to think about this world that we're sending them out there to. Yes, we don't know if that's a thing that's going to trigger them or whatever. Right. So. We got to look at it. You got to look at your kids a little bit deeper. You got to think about what, how they're feeling a little bit deeper to be able to, to, to parent. And then as far as co-parenting, y'all got to get rid of, I'm talking to y'all people out there. If y'all beef, if you beef with your baby mama, your baby daddy, y'all need to figure out a way to, um, y'all be together or don't, but y'all got to figure out that it ain't about y'all no more. Because y'all relationship gonna gonna be there or not. But what is there is that child that is literally 50% of one of y'all and 50% of another one of y'all. Mm-hmm. So that's all I feel. You got anything to say to the people before we uh sign out, Kim? Uh, no. I mean, just going back to the you know, whole co-parents and stuff, like I said, it gets better, <clears throat> you know. To the you know baby daddies uh, who out there fighting and struggling, it gets better. You know eventually those feelings will die down. She'll come to realization. You know then you'll be able to see your child. But in the meantime, just keep grinding, keep doing what you're supposed to do. Um, same thing for the ladies. I mean, it gets better. Trust me. Like if he wants to be there, let him be there. Trust me. You will need a break. Um, yes. Postpartum depression, like. I, I didn't go through it, you know, but I know I have friends and stuff who went through this well. And it's like, you know, having a baby, it can be tiresome. Like, girl, get you a break. Right. Okay. <laughs> Drop that baby off. Right. Go eat. Go have a margarita. Take some time to yourself is is very, it's very important. Very important. So. And I appreciate you coming out here. Kim. Hey, we've been trying to do this for a while now. But we finally did. I love you, girl. Now I appreciate it. All right. Yeah, we go. We have some more stuff to talk about. I think. And then, like, I'll be having my other live shows. You can just jump up on there because I'll be sharing my link or whatever. Will do. All right. Well, add me on Instagram, you guys. Hey, what you hold on real quick? I don't even know my Instagram name. <laughs> text text it to me real quick. I I put it up on this uh, screen for people. Okay. Do you know what it is? Because you don't know what it is. I changed it. You know, oh, it's Raina underscore Kim K. I'll send it to you. Is it is it like this? Hold on. It's R-E-I-N-A. R-E-I-N-A. Now you gotta yeah, send that to me. Queen in Spanish. So it's Raina underscore K-E-M-K. Kim, go on your, your thing right now. 
you can copy your name and send it to me real quick. Then I'll put it up on the screen for everybody. I got that way you. they can see it. All right. Okay. I'll put it. I'll put it up in the comments of the video. The, the link in the comments of the video. All right. All right. All right. Then it was good talk to you, Kim. Hey, everybody else. Thank y'all for coming out. Listen to the FO show. Hey, we out.